Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 211 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom here with Trevor and David. How's it going, guys? It's going good. Well, it's going okay. It's snowing outside, but I guess that's normal for me this time of year. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I saw I saw Disneyland got snow this last yeah, week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just, yeah aside. I haven't seen snow in a while. I don't think we've seen any snow this year, really. No, we haven't had snow in quite a long and, time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, since last year. So we won't it doesn't look like we'll get any this year based on the when we are in the year, so I think we'll we'll be good. Well, I think I think like what Disneyland, well in L.A. that whole area had a blizzard warning for the first time ever in history or something. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Which uh, the the funny thing is, uh, and you know, I'm not downplaying it because it is you know it is serious and people can get hurt, but I still find it funny. Like what they classify as a blizzard warning further south up here is like snow on a thursday is it nothing like, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like if, yeah. if i was in la i'd be like okay cool i'll I'll put on a jacket i guess but <laughs> I, I but i understand when you're not used to it how like it you know it is bad for infrastructure and all that kind of stuff so i'm not i'm not downplaying it but i still think it's funny because i'm used to it <laughs> yeah it's yeah. totally it's totally different for you right so, so yeah so I, i've been super busy right i get to plug all my stuff now which is awesome mm-hmm. I have stuff to plug. Um, Yeah. yeah. So got the what's in my attic YouTube videos that uh, first one's out. There is something Disney in there. But I'm I'm saying is I've already started recording the second one. And there's questions about Disney items in there. There's stuff from my childhood that like I think I have some sort of time frame on it. But I think they were at the parks. Like I'm trying to like piece together when my first trip to the parks was because I went with my aunt and uncle. and I flew home by myself. And it was funny because I think I was so young and my parents were like, well, back then you could do that. You could, you know, fly home at a you know, seven, <laughs> eight year old by yourself. And it was cool. And I was Just like, throw them on a plane. It's cool. Yeah. And that's pretty much, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much what happened. But you know, the, the air people were super nice to me, right. And they're looking out for me because I was so young. But again, there's some items in there that were interesting and it's been fun. It's definitely been a fun thing. I'm kind of learning as I go, but that's been fun. My son performed this weekend for the first time in front of some record record executives. That was fun. And we got some swimming coming up and it's been busy. I've been trying to stay up a little bit longer though. That's like been my whole thing with all this. Like I realized like I have to stay up longer because I just have so much more to do. I have up, to like, yeah, I have to get into a new habit. So wait, so wait, like what's late though is like 830 <laughs> no, I mean, so I'm so and so normally, like, I'd like to be like getting into bed at like 830 and then yeah. maybe watching TV for like an hour and a half. And now it's more like getting to bed at 10, like and then okay. watching TV wow. for like an hour. Yeah, it's late for me, man. I can't do it all the time, but I feel like I can do it every once in a while to kind of bully through some some stuff. But yeah, the video did well. So I think that I've gotten some feedback that it really shouldn't be every month. And I think I might have to switch over to twice a month, but not, not until at least another month away. I still have to learn so much stuff doing videos, but it's been fun. It makes me want like, a makes me want us to have a podcast. Like what would be the best thing if someone would animate the podcast for each episode? <laughs> like, you wouldn't know, that I, be great? I, I've thought about that. 
too. Yeah, that, it's just it's that, su- be super expensive because they're so long. Right. Because I've seen other like like YouTube accounts and stuff yep. where that, ha- but the thing is, is that it usually happens because like a fan will just do it. Like it's not like they're commissioning it. They it's just people. Yeah, I mean, you it, could right? get that but, work done, and it would yeah. be kind of fun, but it would be a lot of money. But it would be kind of cool. I feel like it we make be. it I'm huge then. <laughs> like oddballs like that that guy's awesome right like and that's on netflix now that's so cool but something where they just did an animation of all of us and spliced it together with our audio and just that would be awesome i'm trying to teach my daughter like she's been doing a lot of artwork stuff and I'm in my head i'm like ooh, wait maybe when she gets really good she does so now i'm like could she do animation could i you know get her on that animation kick so we'll see but that would be great I, i'm also terrified of how people could interpret our conversations as animation because there's so many things that we say that like in the moment it like just stream of thought things that you don't even think about right Mm. and somebody can just take it and again not not like turn it into something bad but just like like that's not what i was really thinking sort of thing yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, How many yeah. times have we seen memes after the show and it was like, wait, I said that? I don't remember saying yeah. that. <laughs> like, I, or I didn't mean it like that, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I know what you're saying. That's, that's that would be I'm, concerning. <laughs> I, I'm curious and terrified at the same time. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so, a- anything else you want to promote, Damon, before we uh, talk about what we uh, just added last minute here because we were all kind of buzzing about this? The I was on Boomtron this week too. I'm, this is my second podcast of Wait, the day. You were on Boomtron. Wow. I thought yeah. you'd like quit that show. <laughs> no, so they, we moved over to ZenCaster. Yeah, and we can get more people on it now. Yeah. So I, I did an episode on Outer Banks. Okay. Well, that's that's good that you're back on your other show. How long has it been since that that happened? I don't know. They the problem is is that I can't watch television like that so quickly anymore, except yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. So, like, I know people like binge shows and like watch them in two nights, but I just can't do that. And then there was just some shows that they weren't interested in that I was. I like Allison Borderline, which again, I'm going to go on record as maybe the best show on Netflix. There, okay. boom, I said it. That's I'm, it. I'm there with you, man. Um, I really am. It's it's a fantastic show. <laughs> but like, they didn't watch that, but they watched something else. And they they watch it in like a week. Like, I they're all teachers, so like maybe they have more free time than me. And I, I thought. I, I don't know. Maybe so you have less what, free time. Usually that's what I would think. That's yeah. what I would think. But you know, I don't know. Maybe they're, you know, like, Oh, here's a lesson plan. And you know, let me catch an episode of outer banks. Like, I, I, I don't know what's <laughs> going on in their classrooms. I don't know, but yeah. I can't it, usually do it that fast. I was just talking to my wife. Cause like, for whatever reason, like this month, like a bunch of shows that we watch are coming back, like for mm-hmm. a new season, right? Like yeah. Yellow Jackets, uh, Ted Lasso. I still Lasso. haven't even watched that, which I know is like, I know I like it. I just haven't gotten there yet. So good. Uh, I'm really excited for that one to come back. Um, so Yellow Jackets coming back. Um, Ted Lasso is coming back. Um, um, iffy on Ted Lasso, I'll be honest with you. I tried to really? get into it for a third time and I'm just iffy on it. Yeah. I, I That's the, pr- I mean, you know, that's, I guess not surprising. But I just, I don't know anybody who hasn't uh, watched it and been into it. So, I mean, you know. That's- yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's got everything that I want. Yeah, I it should. you should it's be not, it. Listen, yeah. it's not bad. It's just that, like, after I'm done with an episode, I'm just, I'm not like, oh, I got to watch more. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Well, and now Mandalorian's back, and and I've from what I've yeah. heard, I, I didn't watch Book of Boba Fett, and I've heard you have to watch like two episodes of Book of Boba Fett to watch the new. Uh, Mandalorian. I watched Book of Boba Fett. I haven't watched the new Mandalorian yet. It's on my list of things to do as well. 
yeah, so that one's on my list, and I gotta watch. I, I I've heard you got to basically just watch the last two episodes of Boba Fett. I, I guess that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, which I didn't realize they were tying those shows together, but I guess it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, what else? There's there's just a bunch of shows like coming back. So yeah, I mean the the thing that I'm kind of looking forward to is Kiff. Uh, oh, yeah, so that's the one we've been about. talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still looking forward to that. Um, I think that's in like a week or two, so that will be definitely fun to watch. And Big City Greens was back today, yesterday. Well, oh, by the time they hear this Monday, Saturday, uh, it was, it's back, you know, the first, you know, they do two 11 minute episodes. I think the first 11 minute episode was not great. Second one was, was pretty good. So, okay. Well, the other thing we wanted to talk about was, uh, the, you know, so Disney put out a teaser trailer, which, you know, they, they called it a teaser trailer, but it was, a pre- I mean, usually a teaser, I feel like, is, is a little shorter than what they put out. They I feel like they almost put out a full trailer, basically, for the Haunted Mansion movie, which is coming this summer. What is it, July, I think? July 28th, I believe, is the release date. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. I had really, I mean, I had low expectations for this because the last Haunted Mansion movie they tried just was not good, right? So yeah. I didn't really know what to expect from this. And, you know, I have to say, and, and I, I saw the internet was kind of except like seeing this as a, a good trailer as well. Like it wasn't just Disney people, you know, it was other people that were kind of really yeah. digging this. Um, and, you know, I'm a little surprised because if you haven't watched it, go watch it. But because we'll probably do. I mean, it's I don't know. Can you spoil the trailer? I don't know. No, but, you, <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Right? Go watch if it. you can't spend two minutes watching a trailer, that's on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised because they they've kind of led with the horror side of it, right? Like, yes, I, that's great because that's I, I think what we were missing. So you know, kind of as a little bit of a tie-in, you know, uh, Secrets of Sulfur Springs is coming back. I, I know that a lot of people watch that as well, and it's the same sort of vibe. Like Secrets of Sulfur Springs, this next season looks scary, and yeah. I'm all about that. And I think for Haunted Mansion, I'm all about that as well. Plus, the cast is ridiculous, right? They went all that's out. Amazing, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was never a huge Danny DeVito fan. I'm going to be honest with you. It really just wasn't. And then I started watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which yeah. I'd never seen before. And I'm on – that's a show that, like, I keep watching, like, four episodes a night, five episodes a night. And I'm almost done with that. And he's just so good there. He's, yeah. It really is. And I think that now, like uh, – yeah, the talent <laughs> I mean, that they have is ridiculous, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I started watching Danny DeVito <clears> – <throat> excuse me – on Taxi. Yeah, right. Like, like I, the, the, the funny thing is, is, you know, Danny, for me, Danny DeVito, like he's always been, he's been in so many movies that I've seen over the years. He's not always, you know, you know, front and center, but like when I see his name, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, you know, this is going to be good. Or, you know, I, like, I, I've never had any problem with anything he's been featured in. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, when I saw he was in this, I'm like, oh, right. Okay. This is, you know, you know, he'll, he'll bring something to it. Right. Well, it has that, the trailer itself has this perfect vibe of being just scary-ish enough. Right. And again, trailers can Mm -hmm. be cut anyway. So we can only base it on the trailer, not on what the movie is. So when you go back and listen to us, the movie was terrible, not our fault, but (laughs) you know, the way that it's cut gives you the scariness, but not so scary that, you know, you don't want to watch it and the humor. And that's what you're expecting is, you know, when it's Disney and it's a ride and it's Haunted Mansion, kind of like Jungle Cruise, you know, you want that little bit of humor with what you're getting. And I think that this cut shows us a really good job of that. Plus, again, you when you have, you know, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, you know, Dan Levy, like, I, you know, Rosario all Dawson's these people, Tiffany it. Haddish, like, yeah, like yeah. you have all these people, you kind of expect that. So the, I'm hopeful that it's 
that way. They didn't even um, touch on Jamie Lee Curtis being in it as well. Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis is Which, in it? I didn't even yeah. know. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, well, I, I'm not going to spoil that for you then, Tom. You, you can find <laughs> so, out. Oh, man. Spoil yeah. Now, uh, um, no, for, I, to your point, Damon, like, the ride itself is a mix of scary and funny, right? And like, there's a really like thin line between, like they they really kind of toe that line, and they do it so well in the ride. And for them to do the movie that way, and actually, you know, from the trailer at least, seem to accomplish that is is hard. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah. So I, I was surprised that they went really hard horror with it, and then also, but like you said, it wasn't that scary. It was scary enough, and then also had the humor there. Yeah, yeah, and I think that as we continue, right, as movies progress and we just look at the Eddie Murphy one versus this one, I think that the overall feel of it feels more ride-oriented sure. than the yes. original did. And I think it's more just of a money, technology, filming vibe, right? It could be a lot of producer. like it, Whatever it is, it just feels more like the ride i don't know yeah. i don't know how to explain that but it's not forced is what i think it is like yeah. the the from what i gathered from the the trailer so so the things you know if you know the ride you quickly picked out like you know oh you know there's some of the, the you know the the hallmark ghosts of the ride mm-hmm. like there was even a, a quick um preview of the hat box ghost which i know you guys yeah. haven't really seen yet but you know i know it and i'm like oh you know th- this is how they're going to tie in you know the hat box ghost coming to florida you know the, you know that's i wouldn't be that's surprised that. if it happens around the same time i well, feel yeah, like totally. they're gonna do it at the same time yeah yeah so, <laughs> so so i i see that but then also you know things like the stretching room like it it yeah. seems it feels like they 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 worked it into the movie but in such a way kind of like pirates of the caribbean where it was like they used effects from the ride as effects in the movie but they didn't yes. they didn't force it the same way that yeah. the eddie murphy one did unfortunately like it, it seemed very like the Eddie Murphy one was like they had like a uh, like a, a checklist, checklist of like yeah. like yeah. we need to just okay. do these and uh you know just okay it'll go in here kind of thing right and yeah, yeah th- this feels a lot more organic and it actually the cool thing is is that I f- I feel like you know the way that they did pirates and the way that, that this is is shaping up is it, it almost you know for for younger fans they'll question whether or not the movie or the ride came first and I think yeah. that's the best place for them to be in on this because yeah. you you don't want it to be that you know oh you know they made a ride about a movie or they made a movie about a ride like you want them to yeah. be two cohesive things that that work together right so yeah so for the it's just again from a high level byline right so it's going to be about a woman and her son who enlist a motley crew of so-called right and i think that that's the key part so-called mm-hmm. spiritual experts to help rid their home of supernatural squatters right and that's where we get that injection injection of humor i think that we're, we're going to be seeing right and i think that's where it will be fun it's going to be fun it's, it's very much ghostbusters if you think about it yeah yep. yeah that one scene <laughs> they showed like with the long hallway that like I, I feel like if you didn't know that they didn't film it in the ride, like you would have felt like they filmed it in the ride, like just the way they nailed the aesthetics of it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, just the, there's one part where they're in like the dining room and it just looks and, and you mentioned the stretching room and, and then the, the long hallway, like, I mean, the they just really like, nailed. Yeah. The paintings, yeah, they just yeah. nailed the look, man. Like I, I don't know. I'll be, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm excited to see this now. I, I wasn't, you know, I've, 
thought Disney would do a good job with this, but I mean, they tried this once and it didn't work out very well. I'm still not going to see it in the theaters because I don't go see movies in the theater. Sorry, they better bring it to Disney Plus quick. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this and this is a you know, it's a stacked cast, like you mentioned. Uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is uh, Madame Leota. I mean, Owen Wilson. Uh, Rosario Dawson, Winona Ryder, Danny DeVito, Dan Levy, Tiffany Haddish. I mean, it's a uh, it's Jared Leto's the hot hatbox ghost. Really, didn't realize that. Okay, <laughs> so sure, <laughs> yeah, that's random. <laughs> but sense. I mean, the hatbox yeah. ghosts look good. So uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, what were you going to say, Jared? Questions now, right? Yeah, you want to do questions? Yeah, let, yeah. Well, so let's just leave this at you know any anybody else who caught anything else in that trailer, you know. Shout it out in the comments. You know, I'd love to hear everyone else's take on this because I think the three of us are really excited for it. And yeah. I don't see how you couldn't be, but, you know, I, I'd love to hear other people's takes on it. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I, I would. De- I mean, it seemed like some people in the group were talking about it, too, and, and seemed to seem to be in, into it, too. I, you know, it is interesting to note. You mentioned it was Ghostbusters. Uh, the person that wrote this movie was actually the one who wrote the the last Ghostbusters, the female Ghostbusters. So not the two Ghostbusters ago, I guess. <laughs> so the, the, the one, the, the alternate All universe Ghostbusters. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, but the, I just, it's funny that you mentioned Ghostbusters because the person that wrote this movie also wrote the Ghostbusters movie. So anyway, uh, let's see here. Questions. Let's see. All right. Questions. So Justin says, someone gives you a million dollars to listen to an attraction soundtrack for a constant 24 hours. Your choices are journeying into imagination with Figment or It's a Small World. Which one are you choosing? Figment. Yeah, that's small a- World. <laughs> You're going to Small World? Absolutely. Really? It's very, it, it's, there, there's, there's a lot more layers to it, okay. right? So if I got to listen to it constantly, like it's kind of like, do I want to listen to somebody repeating the same thing constantly or a whole bunch of like choruses and layers and different levels like the first you know time i'm listening to this the second time i don't know i just think it's a little bit more complex and if you're making me listen to something for 24 hours i want there to be nuances to kind of help me get through it okay well let's let's oh sorry i i i feel you could say the same thing about figment because there is nuance to it as well and also it they're written by the same people yeah so so you know they're both sherman brothers songs which Um, They do follow a very similar progression, and I I don't think you would lose on either one, honestly. Let me let me change the question (laughs) a little bit. Okay, so instead of just the soundtrack, what if you had to ride one of these rides for twenty four hours straight? Which one? Oh, right. Uh, I think that's a tougher question, right? (laughs) Well, that that actually changes my answer because I would rather be on the boat ride than an Omni mover. I think I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think agree. I would get tired of the uh, the the air blowing in my face on Figment and the smell yeah. of the skunk and like all. Yeah, that. yeah. I, I still I still go back to the the soundtrack though and say to myself like Figment's got like I mean the voice is just weird. It just feels like it would be more grating on me after you know hour twenty three. After hour twenty three, <laughs> when would you snap? <laughs> like, I know I, I definitely could do that. You're talking about a million dollars. First of all let's talk about how much you'd actually have to pay me to do this. I mean, I could do it for 10 grand. Like I don't yeah. have to have a million dollars, 10 grand. I'm in sign me up do it for that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't downplay the million of, you know, if you gave me a million, saying, I, I wouldn't yeah. turn around and be like, well, I'll do it for 10. Like, no, no but if you're asking me what the minimum I would do it for is dude, I would do it for 10 grand. Yeah. I mean, for 24 hours of work. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, no. I think the hardest part for me would be staying up for 24 hours. It's not going to be listening to the music. You, you know what the hardest part for me is? As I always feel very uncomfortable in the small world boat. I don't know why. Just I like I feel like I, I I'm just not comfortable in that boat. I I think I'd be more comfortable sitting in the ride vehicle for Figment. Just like it's no. a little more wide spread out, you know, there's a little more room in there to kind of, you know, I, and if I wanted to take a little nap on there, you know, I probably could. <laughs> if, if you had the boat to yourself, though, and you could, because, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the, yeah. It, it's really like if you're sitting up, it's uncomfortable. But I feel like if you could like, you know, lounge across the whole boat, it wouldn't be quite so bad. <laughs> no, I agree with you. But, no, I, that's yeah. true. I, that's that's a good point. If you could like, you know, yeah, if you could stretch out across of it, across it. Yeah, that would be fine. I also would say to Small World, like if you were riding on it for 24 hours, like there's a lot more detail in Small World, I feel like. You know what I mean? There's yeah. like, like, so you could at least be interested by looking for, you know, small details. Whereas like Figment, I'm not going to say it's not detail, but it's like a lot more of it is just darkness, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it, it's, it, I feel like there's not a mu- as much to see in Figment. So, yeah. Yeah, and Figment's also very like it, it. It points you in a particular direction. You don't really get an opportunity to look around. Yeah, as much, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. All right. Well, that's a good question, Justin. I like it. Um, yeah. Do you want to do Francisco's? I yeah, actually Francisco, don't know what Francisco means by this, but uh, okay. Let, let, let's see if we can decipher this. Um, <laughs> at what point in the life of a resale contract do you think it will not be worth the investment to to purchase? Second part, at what point in the life of a resale contract do you expect for pricing to dramatically drop? Okay, so so the thinking here is, you know, anyone that has or has a contract, out, you know, as these contracts are, you know, running or they, they have an expiry date. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it, you know, is it five years out from expiry? Is it 10 years out that that the value of it could potentially drop substantially? And that's a hard question. Yeah. Um because I mean I don't think anybody knows that answer, right? But like, if you look at some of the highest, like the the most in demand resorts, those are some of the ones that expire the earliest. <laughs> like, like yeah. look at Beach Club and Boardwalk that both expire in twenty forty two. Those I mean, and that's nineteen years from now. Had to look at the date and remember what year it was. Um, <laughs> but so, so definitely not twenty years. But I guess yeah. Let's say okay. So if, if we're talking five years out, I mean, th- then you know, if you're if you're trying to sell a, yeah, if you're trying to sell a contract, it's you know, hey, this has five years worth of points on it. Um, I, I definitely don't think you're getting full price for it at that point. I, I yeah, feel no, you will, right. it will be discounted. But yeah, I don't know. I I. Yeah, because like even if yeah. you look at like just recently, right? And and this is from our, our friends at DVC Resale Market, right? So like Beach Club and Boardwalk right now are currently going for one fifty six for Beach Club, one thirty one per point for Boardwalk. That's more than Boulder Ridge, more than Old Key. I mean, it's 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 actually not that much compared to like Bay Lake. Bay Lake's more expensive. Uh, Animal Kingdom is more is is around the same um for at least says this around the same as boardwalk anyway it's 130 um so but i mean beach club i i think is the interesting one as being as expensive as it is considering you know it only has 19 years left on it so yeah i, I don't know yeah it, i i feel like the breaking point is five years but that's just for me like that yeah. that to yeah. me seems like you know if, if you came to me and we're like hey you know i got this thing you know it, it gets you you know 
you know, hotel for the next five years. You know, I'm, I'm interested, but I'm also kind of going, how much am I going to do in the next five years? Right. Like, because, because it is very finite at that point. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I I think the answer is we don't really know. Right. Because obviously it's, it's dictated by what people want to want to buy. Right. But like, you know, personally, I'd rather have a contract with a lot more years on it than only 19 years. That's just, you know, my feeling. Like, I, as much as I like Boardwalk, I would not buy a Boardwalk resale contract. Just, I mean, unless it were super cheap. If it were super cheap, then maybe, you know, but they're I, not. They're expensive. So, I, I don't know. I've, like, I, I mean, my wife and I have had this conversation, and I say, you know, 20 years is a long time. Like, I mean, it is. If you think about it, like, like you know, buying something yeah, that has. But I've been going for over twenty years on yeah. my contract, so. And, I guess and you've gotten more than your money's worth at this point. Definitely got my money's worth, but <laughs> I, I this is this is probably all joking aside. Um, this is probably the main reason I wouldn't buy a resale contract. Like I want maximum amount of years, maximum value, right? always, yeah. and not even the value. I, again, forget about the value because again, that's debatable. The just saying, time. the main reason is just time because sure. I know I'm guaranteed. Well, I'm not guaranteed, but I feel very comfortable in stating the fact that whatever I do, the longer it goes is going to be more expensive for rooms at Disney. Okay. Yeah. So I just want the most amount of years. And I think that becomes the most financially, you know, I don't know. Again, that, that's, that's what I like from a finance point of it. And again, I'll give it to my kids. So it doesn't matter. That's the nice part about it, right? You can, you know, give them to your kids. So even if I bought one now that was, you know, you know, X amount of years, like I'm still okay with that, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, if the new Epcot comes out, right. We'll talk about that later, but we will talk about I that, still yeah. will probably Jeez. buy points there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I just I just look at it. You're right, Trevor. Like 20 years is a long time, right? But at the same time, it it is a long time, but why would I I mean, Beach Club is the fourth highest uh cost right now on DVC resale market, right? For the fourth fourth most expensive. And I mean, Bay Lake you're going to get more years, uh Animal Kingdom you're going to get more years, you know, like I just don't know why I would pay a higher price for for something less. I'm going to get less. Yeah. I feel like I'm paying yeah. a higher price for less, you know, and I, I just, yeah. I wouldn't do that. That, that That's totally fair. But uh, I, I guess, you know, you know, I, I was looking at Francisco's question from, you know, each, each resort kind of in its own bubble, not comparing them yeah. against one another is, you know, that's I, fair. yeah. If, if it got to a point where one of them only had five years left on it, I feel you would see an immediate collapse. Like, you know, nobody would want to touch it. Nobody would want to sell it. Yeah. That's my, I, you know, I feel I would probably be wrong, but that's just my feeling. But, you know, you know, anyone listening to this and, you know, getting freaked out about it, Disney's already also extended one of the resort or, you know, the oldest resort, Old yeah. Key West. They've they've extended the the years on it. I wouldn't be surprised if they just keep doing this with all of their resorts, because yeah. why would they why would they stop it? Right. Like, well, they need to extend <laughs> it at some point. Right. Like they're yeah. not just going to be like, all right, contracts up. Let's close this thing down. You know, like, yep. it's, everyone. Yeah. Out. yeah. <laughs> I'll just let's tear it down like the day that it expires. They just, you know, they blow up the whole resort and start over again. You know, like, I, you know, of course they're going to extend it. So, um, but, but yeah. Okay. Uh, that's an interesting question, Francisco. I, I think I got it now that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that we explained it here. So, all right. This next right. one I feel is more targeted at you, Tom. Yeah. I feel like we've yeah. answered it before, but <laughs> Anthony, like, so the thing is like every, this question comes up fairly often, but I do like to, answer it occasionally because you know we have new listeners that come in and 
Maybe mm-hmm. they didn't listen 40 shows ago, you know, <laughs> like when we talked about this. So um, so I'll read it, though. So Anthony says, hello, love the show. My question is, this is the first time taking my son one year, six months old to Disney World. What are the, some of the things you guys did to get ready for the trip? Uh, do you guys have any cool tips or tricks for the parks? I could have prepared more for this, but, uh, (laughs) but I I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of great tips. First of all, like, I mean, take your time, right? Like that's a big thing, right? Like you're, you're one, you're one and a half year old is, is gonna, is not going to be able to, to, to go for like the whole day. Right. So you're going to want to obviously take your time. I'm sure you're probably up early in the morning. Um, so, you know, maybe go up early in the morning, go to lunch or whatever, and then go back and hang out at the hotel. I would try to, uh, and I don't know where you're staying. You didn't say this, but I would try to, you know, hang out at your hotel a little bit more. I mean, obviously character greetings are are great for the kids as long as they don't get scared by them. I don't know if you're, if you're one and a half year old will get scared or not. Um, my daughter did it when she was younger, but, um, you know, that was, uh, that was a, that was a, a big concern, but, um, you know, another thing too, I don't know what time, time of year you're going. Total lifesaver for us was the uh, the stroller fan, the battery operated stroller fan. That was uh, that was I. You know, you're laughing, Trevor. That was like the I, biggest. Yeah, thing. I know, I know what you mean. I, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. caused way less crankiness. Uh, <laughs> she was she was much happier with that. Um, I also, I mean, I felt like we spent a lot of time too with uh, like Animal Kingdom, you know, because doing like more of the zoo kind of stuff in Animal Kingdom. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. really taking that stuff in. Um, I will say too, find out where all of the uh, child care centers are at each one of the the, the parks um, because those are great and are super helpful. So um, there's the the one in Magic Kingdom is right by Tony's, uh, not by Tony's. I'm sorry, right by um, oh gosh, Casey's. Casey's, yeah, I yeah. it's the wrong name. It's right over by Casey's, uh, right over by those bathrooms <laughs> that are over there. Uh, uh, opposite ends of Main yes. Street. So, so, so ignore Tom's first comment because that would be very wrong. No, Casey's. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, Casey's. Uh, yeah, yeah, in between Casey's and uh, Crystal Palace. Yeah, is yeah, where it is. Yeah, yeah, and then the one at Epcot, I believe, is over by the Odyssey. Um, I think I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I, I have to, I'd have to look these up, but look them up. Um, because they are great, uh, at, at, for, to take your kid to, uh, you know, to, if you need to, you know, I, I don't know, are you still in diapers at one and a half? I think so. Probably. Right. I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, change kids, even just get out of the sun, you know, you know, yeah. it's a place to, you know, get a break if you need it without having to like leave the park. Yeah. And that's, that's a great thing too. And they also like sell stuff like that you might, might need, like if you run out of like diapers or, you know anything like that uh they're they're really really great so um yeah i mean it's 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 tough i I, we also also would try to especially like try to get my daughter to nap in the in the stroller you know which is can be tough sometimes but we would try to find like a quiet spot in the park somewhere um you know depending sometimes that was like a, a like a shop in the in a corner or uh you know something like that but um now I'm trying to find the baby care centers for you. I, I pulled up the map and everything. So I'm right. It's okay. So it's by the Odyssey at Epcot and then Animal Kingdom. It's by, what is this? It's kind of by. Is it on Discovery Island? Yeah, it's on Discovery Island. It's over by Creature Comforts. Um, so yeah, right by, not far from Pizza Safari. There you go. <laughs> so, and then at Hollywood Studios, I think it's right in the front at Hollywood Studios, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's right, right uh, by Guest Relations, right, uh, right in the front of the park. So, yeah, the the like entrance courtyard before you yeah. get onto the the street. Yeah, yeah, like right when you walk through the gates on the left, there's that like little almost like cabin looking thing that's like Guest Relations. It's right there. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah. So no, listen, go and check those out because those are great. Um, they are, are really helpful. And I mean, like I said, I would just try to take it as easy as you can. I mean, definitely do character meals if you can. I think character meals are awesome. I mean, I don't know if you'll feel like it's worth it for, again, it depends on how your, your kid is with characters, right? So if your, your kid's going to really like characters, then like, I think I'll be doing character meals for quite a long time because it was my daughter's favorite part of our last trip. And I mean, she's, you know, about to be five, but, and it's, so it's a little different, but even when she was, uh, you know, a baby and we took her, she absolutely loved the character meal. So I, I would definitely recommend that. I, I'm sure there's more tips. What I would say is, uh, I know every time this question comes up, a lot of people will write stuff in the group about it. So, uh, Anthony, if you're not in in our in our uh, Facebook group, go join the Facebook group because I'm I'm sure there uh, some people in the group will also add their tips. But I, I think that's that's what I have for now. I I, I can't pictures. Really any. Yeah, pictures, I think for yeah. me it's always pictures. You can never go back, right? That's always the biggest thing. You can never take as many pictures as you really want. You know, take them with your camera. But if you can do photo pass ones, I think that's the big yeah. deal because honestly, it at that age, they're not going to remember it. It's not really about them. It's about you at that point. So the pictures I think are something Mm -hmm. that are well worth it. I mean, if you you get get the whole family in the photo pass, instead of one person always being out who usually is the the best person with the camera. (laughs) Exactly. So that's what I would say. I mean, it's been a while for me, but I think that was it. We also again, snacks and all that snacks are a big deal. So got to have the snacks. Yeah. Yeah, don't we, we forget that you're allowed to bring any food you want into Disney. So <laughs> Yeah, and you definitely need to do that, especially at that age. So Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have snacks. Water th- snacks. Yeah, you're, you're I will good. say though, be careful what you leave in your stroller too. Uh because the birds, you know, yeah, the, the animals, birds and yeah. the squirrels, man. The squirrels are crafty at Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I I was talking to a cast member and they told me that they saw a squirrel straight up unscrew the top of a bottle to get into it. Like like Oh yeah. Th- they have figured out how to unscrew things like so yeah i mean that's that's a huge thing um i also too and i this is me being paranoid i brought we brought our own stroller and i anthony i don't know if you're gonna rent one or not but like we were gonna rent our own stroller this last time i decided against it um we we had kind of, we had kind of we were going back and forth on it right we but we like the idea of having the stroller for the in between spots especially since we were at Animal Kingdom Lodge and which is large right like it's you know those those hallways can be long at the end of the day my daughter's tired she doesn't want to walk and I don't really want to carry her so stroller right and you know the great thing about the rentals is you know you don't have to worry about hauling it around but the bad thing about the rentals is they stop at the entrance of the park right <laughs> so um so anyway. I I got a, a little tracker to put, and this was you know before like air tags existed. But um, you know this I used to I had a tile tracker that I put on mine that I hid and I like zip tied to it. Um, I mean you could probably do the same thing with an air, air tag. I don't think anybody like it's fairly rare for people to have their strollers stolen, but you know it's a thing that can happen. I also want to mention to you too, and this is something that still gets me all the time, and I don't know if either one of you guys remember this, but when you park your stroller in one of the stroller parking spots. Uh, you might come back to the place that you put it and it's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, because cast members will move cast them around move to, yeah. to optimize space. Yeah, yeah. it's funny, though, because if you've never had to go to Disney with a stroller before, these are things that you've never considered, right? Like, because mm-hmm. it's just you haven't had to do it, right? It's you just have never had to had to think about it. So then once you actually do go with a stroller, it's all these things. And, you know, I, I never knew that they moved them until I had a stroller there and I went back to find it. And I'm like, oh, God, my stroller has gone. And then I was like, oh, no, wait, it's over there. <laughs> they, they moved it. OK, so, you know, but these are the kinds of things that we we think about. So 
Um, but yeah, in the group, hopefully people can add more things. I know we have a lot of people in the group with young kids. So yeah, hopefully that helps you out, Anthony. Yeah, I hope so. Good luck. Have fun. Just have yes. a good time with it too. Just don't get hung up on like, you know, that's the other thing too. Like, you know, in, in past trips before kids, it was like, oh, we got to do this thing. We got to do this thing. We got to hit all this stuff. Like, there's no plan that you're going to make with a one and a half year old. That's where everything's going to go as well as you want it to. <laughs> so the, the yeah. perfect trip to Disney is the one where you just go to Disney. Yep. Yeah. Meaning don't, you know, don't get hung up on details and it ha you know, you have to do this and you have to do that. Just in, enjoy the fact that you're at Disney. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent agree. Yeah. So here's a quick right. one from bill. You want to do bills? Yeah. So bill um, says, which do you guys think, which do you guys think is better theme park view from Bay Lake tower or grand Floridian seems obvious, but there could be items I'm not considering. So Trevor would like to add a third option. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of the same as uh, the grand Floridian, um, yeah. you know, that across the water view. And, and I, I feel the, the intent here is, you know, you know, looking from a tower over to magic kingdom versus looking from one of the buildings at the grand Floridian, um, it's different angles of view, right? Like the yeah. um, Bay Lake Tower is higher up, and so you can kind of see more of the Magic Kingdom. Um, I personally like, you know, you know, being that I stay at the Poly, which is similar view to the Grand Floridian. I actually like the viewing it across the water uh, better than you know being up in a tower looking down over everything. I feel the you know the tower view is is great and all, but um, yeah, the, I feel there's, I feel there's something better about, you know, having like the proper sight lines. And then also like when fireworks and stuff are going off, they're not like, like to me, it's about angles, right? So I would actually take the Grand Floridian over Bay Lake Tower. I would take Bay Lake Tower over Grand Floridian. I, I just, maybe it's cause you're just, I feel like from Grand Floridian, you can see like some of it, but not all of it. And from Bay Lake, you can really see all of it. You know what I mean? Like you can see not the whole park, but you can really like see details and not just like the top of the spire of the, the castle. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I can see Tron and space mountain. That's true. And you, big thunder the tops. and the tops. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I don't need, I can go into the park to see the whole thing. I don't need I mean, that's to a fair point. That's a fair yeah. point. <laughs> you know, that's a fair point. I, I just think if you're going for theme park view and that's what you want to do for me, I would want to go to the closest resort to the theme park, which is Bay Lake. But that's, you know, that's just my feeling. I mean, I, I stayed at, I mean, I've stayed at Bay Lake. I own at Bay Lake. Um, I, I actually did not do a theme park view, though, when we stayed there. I think we did a lake view because the theme park views are absurdly expensive. Um, mm. <laughs> point wise, I mean. So and, and for me, like the view's not that important. You know, it, it's I we're not in the room that often We're you know, I it, if we are now, though, I mean, we are now with my daughter. And so like the view was important this past time because like you know, to have the Savannah view at animal kingdom is, is important to me because we can go and look at the animals and, you know, be terrified by a giraffe charging straight towards our room or, <laughs> or <laughs> dude, it's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I, I just, I would just pick Bay Lake for this. I pick Bay, Bay Lake. What were we going to say? Trevor? Yeah, Sorry. I, I was just going to say, you know, I, I appreciate, you know, whether it's from grand Floridian or, you know, the, the beach on the poly, you know, the, the, watching the fireworks or even like, yeah, we, we pay for uh, a Lakeview room at the poly, which means, you know, we can just stand out on our balcony if we're back at our, you know, there's, cause there's some nights that we do come back to the room early and, you know, we just get to see the fireworks from magic kingdom from our room. Yeah. Um, 
I personally like that. I don't need to be right on top of it. I actually like that idea of, you know, just being far enough away that, you know, you can enjoy it, but it's not, it's not in my face. Right. Like I, because yeah, I, 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 I guess that's the other thing about Bay Lake Tower is that when the fireworks are going off, you know, the fireworks are going off. Whereas, oh yeah, yeah, I can close the door at the poly and watch TV and not be too bothered by it. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So all right. that's all for our questions this week. We got we do have some DVC news that we're going to cover before we do our ad here. Um, really minor DVC news, but uh, basically a free luggage that's being offered to the first 750 DVC members to add 50 points on. It's a nice looking luggage set. Oh, I was gonna be. I was gonna say that luggage is, you know, kind of giving it a little, a little much. You know, that's a fair point, Damon. I, I don't know if I would necessarily call it luggage, right? It's a duffel bag and like, like an overnight bag and a carry on, right? The, the carry on might be the closest thing to luggage. Yeah, but I, I like the look of it, though. I mean, I like it better than a bag that they've been giving out for it feels like eight million years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm I'm all for anything free, so you know. Me too, and and the fact that it's a little different, I think this would probably be more beneficial than the bag. I mean, it depends if it's your first contract or not, but I don't know. Well, the thing is, is that it's adding on, so that this is not targeting new people. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And I guess the other thing is, though, the problem with this is that so if you're going to start using luggage and everybody's got the same luggage at the sort of resort you're staying at. Oh, yeah. Makes it a little bit more difficult. Well, it is only 750 members, so it's not a lot. (laughs) And and it's only uh, it's only being offered on Riviera, Grand Floridian and Alani. So I mean, how mad is somebody if they're the 751st? You wouldn't know, though, right? Like. You would never know. I well, you would like, know I because like, you'd yeah, ask you wouldn't be getting. But but what he's saying is that you don't know if you're the seven fifty one or, or you know nine thousand. Right. Yeah, but exactly. You're the five. I, seven, I guess seven, 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 yeah. the problem with something like this is is that if you're only I didn't realize I didn't read the full thing. I didn't realize it was only the first seven fifty members. You're gonna make a lot of people mad. Like I'm all right. I'm <laughs> I'm adding on points. You know I I understand the fifty add on points is way past the amount that this luggage is worth. But I just feel like limiting it is i don't tough i get from a marketing standpoint right they're trying to make it seem like hey if you don't add on now you could be you know 751 yeah i often wonder though because really you know if somebody comes in 775 they're not getting luggage would you rather sell those 50 points or well because you know they ordered more than 750 sets right like they don't they didn't just order seven unless they didn't order any and it's just like they're going to order these on demand or something you know i don't know i don't know yeah just it seems like that number seems just low 750 just seems low but i guess they're trying to build up that need of wanting it quickly i don't know just seems weird to me it feels like the, this is just a means for them to push um, clearing out these resorts because, yeah. you know, Riviera and Grand Floridian, knowing that um, the 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 villas at Disneyland are coming and the new Poly Tower, I feel like they're trying, you know, this is they're giving these incentives as a means of, you know, hey, let's, you know, get people to buy up the points because they don't want to be in a position where they've got like six different resorts that they're offering because that doesn't like as much as we like the idea of that that doesn't look good to them because you know anybody just walking in off the street looking at disney they go well why you know you're selling me six different resorts does that mean nobody wants these like like you kind of make 
that association, right? So I can see why they do promos like these and why, you know, 750, you're right, it is low, but it feels like something where they kind of looked at it and went, well, what, you know, what's our budget and what can we do to help move some points? And this was probably what somebody came up with is, you know, hey, you know, an embroidered set of luggage and, you know, you know, we can probably sell, you know, a couple thousand points with that. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you this, uh, besides the luggage, I-, I saw somebody posted in our group, the new DVC Magic Band sliders. I need one. I need several. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to get them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, those are I, nice I, looking sliders, man. <laughs> I thought they were just handing them out at the resorts. Now that's what I are they? Yeah, yeah. But yeah the okay. Question is, how do people that aren't at the resorts like? I mean, are they going to be yeah. there when I'm there in June? I yeah, feel like, that, that's the question. Well, I feel like if I call, I don't have a guide anymore. My guide got promoted, so I don't have a guide right now. Like my guide's gone. Well, I have a guide because he talked to me this week. Well, that was another thing I was going to say. Trevor, do you want to talk <laughs> about the phone call you got from DVC? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Uh, so so my my guide, who I, I haven't talked to him in a couple of years, actually pre-COVID, which um, it sounded like uh, he he left Disney for a little bit and came back. I, I don't know the full details of that. I didn't ask. But he came back. And so he reached out to me because... Um, before he left, he knew that um, that we were interested in points at the Grand Californian, and so he he had that in his notes. And you know, with the new Disneyland Tower coming, which uh, I was told are the villas at Disneyland, um, he asked if if I was interested, and, and of course I said yes. You, you know, so so he just updated all my contact information, and um, he so he didn't have any information on it, but he said that he'll be, you know, once he does have information, he'll be sending some stuff to me via email. So the, the interesting thing, yeah, I, you know, to your point, Tom, is if you don't have a uh, uh, a guide right now at, at DVC, um, you know, that it, it's probably a good idea to contact them and get something set up. Just, you know, again, not it, not because you're in the market to to buy DVC points, but it's good to have that relationship and it's good to have, you know, somebody you can kind of call in, you know, with questions yeah. like these, like, Hey, you know, how do I get this thing? Right. And they can, you know, they can tell you what they can tell you. They, they, they won't, th- this isn't like insider information, I guess is the first thing, but you know, they ha- having somebody who will reach out to you is definitely a benefit. <laughs> well, I mean, and you know, my guide was my, was a personal friend. Right. And, and they got promoted and they're now like, I think over some of the guides. Right. So I'm sure if I reached out to them, they could, you know, hook me up with yeah. sliders and tell me who my guide is now, but I don't know who my guide is anymore. It's just, it's weird. So I, I guess I need to do that, but I mean, not that I'm going to buy direct again anyway. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I, I think this is an interesting promotion that they're doing. That's, that's, that's all. Do we want to go ahead and uh, do our ad or do we want to say anything else about this promotion? No, I, I'm not. I don't care about luggage. I've got lots of luggage. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good I to agree. move on. I agree with you. OK. <laughs> OK. All right. So the sponsor of this episode is DVC Rental Store. The DVC Rental Store, a world of DVC company, offers magical vacations at incredible value. Save up to 60 percent off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25 percent at the time of booking 
and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. And when you do, be sure to let them know this Welcome Home sent you. Or you can choose that in the drop-down on the website. Choose uh, Welcome Home in the drop-down. So please let them know that we sent you to them. Very important. So please check them out if you're looking to rent DVC. We've seen a couple people recently that have been mentioned that they were looking to, to rent before they buy. So, So yeah, check out DVC Rental Store. So I think our next thing we're gonna do our random ride segment, right? And I'm gonna, mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna spin our spin our wheel. We're gonna oh gosh, sure. Do it. Why don't you like sound effects? <laughs> Why don't you like the wheel, David? <laughs> it reminds me of all the money I lost at the Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what's our random ride for the week? Our ride this week is Journey into Imagination with Figment. Oh, that's that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That, that, that's really exciting. So, so just you know, I guess some background. This is uh, this ride has been at uh, Epcot. This is was this an opening day ride? This was. Uh, I, now I'm trying to trying to remember if this was the, there the entire time. Uh, open eighty three. So first of all, um, for for anyone that you know keeps track of Imagineers, um, this one was created by Tony Baxter and Steve Kirk. So Tony Baxter is responsible for many many rides at Flash Mountain, Disney. Yeah. Big Thunder, yeah. all of Disneyland Paris. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So 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 you know it's good and you know that's why it's still there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the original incarnation of this ride it's 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 interesting, you know. I think everybody knows Figment and the Dreamfinder, right? You know, that's 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 a at least knows of it. So so for me, I I didn't know anything about figment until uh because i didn't start going to disney world until the early 2000s so by that point Dreamfinder was gone yeah but i i kind of learned about him after the fact and you know what the ride was before i got there yeah so it's it's worth noting there's been three different versions of this ride right so there was the original version which was from 83 to 98 which most considered to be the best version of it right so it was like a full 12 minutes long much longer had the dream finder in it. Um, it, you know, and it was, it was a much bigger, longer ride. Uh, mm-hmm. and then in 98, in 99, they decided to redo it. Uh, and when it reopened, everybody hated it so much that they redid it again <laughs> within two <laughs> years. Um, so that's another thing that happened. Right. And then uh, the, the current incarnation of it has been around since 2002, uh, and, and, you know, it's worth noting, it's really interesting if you like really look into this ride that, you know, the original ride was, like I said, 12 minutes long, uh, and, and the current ride is about five to six minutes long. Right. So like they literally cut out half the ride, <laughs> so which is crazy to think about. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, they actually cut out, uh, according to, I was, you know, just reading a theme park tourist who does some really nice retrospectives on these old rides. They cut out 40% of the rides track. Uh, and, and that area, uh, it looks like it actually, you know, kind of turned into mostly, uh, into the, uh, to the image works area. Right. So where the ride used to be. Um, so, you know, really it's, it's really interesting with this ride, kind of what it's been through over the years. And I mean, I still enjoy this ride, right? Like, I don't know about you guys, but I, I still enjoy it. But the original incarnation, I think is the, is the gold standard, right? Yeah. I think it's just a time thing too, though. Right. 
But again, I never see that ride necessarily packed. This is what I would go on record to say. I think the character of Figment is far cooler than the ride currently. Sure. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's kind of a problem that we have, right? I mean, he's literally the mascot for some of the um, festivals that they have. And yet this is the ride that we're kind of yeah rolling with (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean and and for those that don't know figment was created for the park right epcot was originally not really supposed to have any like standard disney characters in it wasn't that that a nice thought was a nice thought (laughs) (laughs) that lasted for about 10 minutes Uh, No, it actually lasted for a while but um but they did they did bring figment in as as the mascot of the park to your point damon right and and that was he was supposed to be the the character of Epcot. And and I mean, you know, listen, I think Figment's pretty beloved and well known. When I was a kid, I loved Figment. I had Figment. Well, well known, and, you know. I don't know about that. Beloved, yes. What, well, well known? known? Okay. No. You're saying only to Disney Park fans, basically? Because mm-hmm. okay. there's nothing out there. There's no media. Well, wasn't there yeah. talk that they were going to do a cartoon sometime soon here? I seem to remember that, but but that doesn't it, mean that it's well known, though. <laughs> that's true. No, that's yeah. true. That's totally true. Yeah. Especially not yeah. now. I think that's always been the problem with that ride. Again, love Figment as a character. The ride is okay, but you're right. The original version way better, but then it's a timing thing. It's just, I think that there's so much they could do, and I don't think that it would necessarily take a lot. Right. Sure. But it would yeah. take something. And and I think that the ride, what would be really cool for that ride, I feel like, is that because you're broken up into sections, I think that if you, you could go and just upgrade like one of the sections at a time, if that's what we're talking about, like, so it's not down so long. Mm. I don't know. It needs something, though. It definitely needs something or something else in the park. Yeah. This it seems like it seems like such a big character, and listen, I don't dislike the ride, and we always ride the ride when we go, absolutely. But it's just it's it's missing something. It's been too long. Yeah, I mean it's it's very much due for a redo, right? I mean you're talking 2002. It's 20 years old now, right? Like mm-hmm. the the redo is 20 years old. And, so. and and if you think about it, the the problem there is that so you you know to your point about nobody knows about the ride or Figment. Until I started going to Disney World, I wasn't aware of what it was either. You know, that was like, I never grew up with it. I never, you know, heard about Figment or anything because how would I, right? You know, there was, there was no media behind it to your point, Damon. Um, the, the thing about the ride now is that, you know, the, the ride is a quick remake because of a bad reception, which if you really think about the pacing of the ride, it totally makes sense. You know, you know, a lot of the effects were just reused. A lot of it was um, it feels very rushed and and not just because they cut off a large section of the track, but it feels like they were given like, okay, we got to remake this ride. And somebody kind of went, okay, let's, you know, let's do these things. Right. Like they, they, there was very quick turnarounds on, um, updating and improving the effects which you know it it kind of works like it still tells a cohesive story yeah. but to your point yeah you know this thing really is in need of an update and it's in need of of somebody to to sit down and put some proper thought into it because right now that's the biggest problem is that the ride doesn't have good thought and good flow in its current state but i will say that the the skunk smell is still a winner <laughs> and especially yeah. for first time kids yeah 
it, it's fun, oh, yeah. right? There, there is something to be said about that. It is fun, especially the first time through. I think that's where I think as Disney vets, sometimes we have to kind of go back and especially in this random ride segment, I think it's, that's a good kind of spot to go back and say, okay, well, if I'm only going to Disney once every five years, like a lot of people or once as a kid and that's it. Now, how does this ride hold up? Yeah. Mm, I'm a lot different, right? Cause it's fun. Like that skunk smell is fun. Like the audio part is fun. It, it's a good go through mm. one time. And it, so again, I have to kind of, you know, weigh both sides of that. Well, and even, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie when I go with people that have never gone before, uh, just the end scene. Uh, I always like watch people cause they, a lot, most people are not expecting the, what happens in the end where, you know, they kind of like blow the air on you and it can be a little bit like jarring when it happens and like all the walls fall down and all that stuff. Like, uh, that always kind of makes me laugh too. <laughs> um, but you know it's 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 interesting because so Tony Baxter did the original one and then Tom Fitzgerald who's also a, a fairly well known Imagineer as well um, did did the redos right so um, yeah it's just uh, it, it, they they really need to redo it I I I I'm also thinking to myself like okay what what would happen if they took Figment out completely and they did something different with a different IP and then brought Figment somewhere else in the park like because they were talking about doing the meet and greet right like they announced that they were gonna do a meet and greet with figment this year right so you're talking about closing that ride down putting up a new figment ride no I'm talking about closing that ride down and not even having a figment ride I'm, ta- I'm I, and I don't want and that I'm just wondering if that's gone, something- then. Yeah, I'm just saying if they do, uh, they they put him in other places and they make that into a different ride. I don't want them to do that. I want to keep a figment ride. I'm just I'm throwing it out there as a possibility. What would you refigment? That you know what I would refigment? I take Guardians of the Galaxy because <laughs> I could care I could care less about that IP. Mm. And could you imagine if that was figment? Oh, I mean, but Guardians so is cool. a way bigger IP than figment. Oh no, no, I, I'm saying for myself, <laughs> for though, yourself. I don't yeah. care about that IP, and I think that, gosh, that would make such a good figment ride. What would you, what would you replace? So you're replacing so, a ride with figment. I mean, oh, I see. I would. I thought you were saying what, what would, what would I put into figments? No, no, no. You just no. you're going to take the IP off of a ride and make it a figment IP. What ride are you doing? And it's obviously got to be an Epcot, it, so it has to be an Epcot. Well, yeah, because what's the point then? Um, you're limited. Ever you're limited. After. <laughs> Frozen ever after. It's not fit game. in Norway though, really. So, kind of messes that up. But but that's okay. We'll we'll, we'll give that to you. I mean, can again, you imagine Figment singing "Let It Go" on the? Like, <laughs> I could actually. That, that would be awesome. Like I, that would actually be really really awesome if they did that. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like. I, I can like, make a run for a figment test track too, to be honest yeah, with you. That, that you know was what? my thinking was test track, you, you know, just wiping that out and putting it into a chaotic, like, cause that like, IP is not really, I mean, it is an IP, but it's not an IP. It's, yeah. Like, it's not anything really memorable right now, but if, if it was like figment doing test track that, you know, that would that bring would it back up cool. a level. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause like the whole thing with figment is kind of like, I don't want to say chaos. Right. But like, Figment's like a little bit of like a trickster in that ride, right? So like he, he's unhinged, is what yeah, it is. He's yeah. he just does whatever. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like you could, if you, I feel like you need more action in the ride for like him to do the trickstery stuff, right? Because like the trickster stuff That's, they do, it's and, perfect for guardians. <laughs> I mean, you're not. I I can't disagree with you on this. I just <laughs> <laughs> again, I, I it would never happen, but I don't love that IP, so I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, I, I still haven't gotten enough of guardians, so yeah, I mean. 
ask me again in five years. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, for me, I, I do think at some point they are going to redo this ride, right? And I will say that. I mean, it's like I like we said, it's been twenty years. It never. Happened. How do you even redo it? So, do you keep the same theme process? No. Like, are you just totally just? I think do it's a total what? teardown, so, man. I think you start over. So, what are you doing? Like, are you something like? How about like something like Spider Man over on the West Coast? You're talking like doing like a like a trackless kind of deal, like yeah, with the the you know the video and all mm, that, like something yeah. like that. Hmm, that's a good question. I, I mean, yeah, think about how Ratatouille plays out. But I want more interaction, though. I but, think the Spider-Man ride gives more interaction, right? Like, I think interaction with Figment is, is the W there. Well, what if you go more like Mickey and Minnie's kind of style? But like, there's still no interaction, though, really. There's no interaction. Yeah, no. I'm just saying, like, as a ride, like, system. I mean, that's chaotic. Yeah, yeah I mean, in general. Yeah. With the trackless yeah. ride, you can do so much more with, like, the chaos kind of stuff. Sorry, Trish. I feel like you still have to do some sort like you got to like harken back to the og and there's got to yeah. be some sort of skunk smell and there's got to be wind blowing there's got to be all that yeah go ahead trevor what yeah yeah i mean damon's right is you know it, it has to be interactive you know having something like like spider-man where you can you know where you you can shoot something at figment and, you know he'll laugh or you know whatever and you get a reaction out of him and just yeah, you know, you know, means to further enhance the chaos that's already in the current ride. Um, yeah, that that's what it needs, and, and I I think you're right. Is that you know, currently with the Omni Mover track that it's on, you can't do that. It's still a very much a um, it's very much a predictable thing, especially like you said, you know, after you've after you've ridden Figment, you kind of know what it is, and it becomes it's a little bit of a rite of passage, like with the skunk smell and everything, but. You know, you know, giving it that chaos, you know, giving it a trackless ride system would definitely bring Figment back into being. Um, I, I think it would bring back a lot of the excitement and a lot, you know, yeah. it would bring it closer to what the original ride was. But the one thing that I, I think needs to to stay intact somehow is I, I do like how they they formed this canon of the. Um, so so the current one is Nigel Channing is the professor working with Figment in in the Idea Lab. Um, I like how they kind of linked in all the other like professor movies, like Wayne Selinsky's got a room yeah. in there and 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 that kind of stuff. Um, I like them kind of bringing that forward as like a, a a universe for those. And I know we really haven't had any of those in a, in a long time, but you know those kind of like crazy films that that disney used to do like honey i shrunk the kids and stuff like that which did um, they make another one or they're making another one? Oh, possibly i i actually i haven't paid attention to any of that in a while like it, it, it kind of fell off for me for a bit but i i like the idea of figment kind of living in that universe so whatever they do i think you know you know th this goes back to you know it's not it's not an ip or it is an ip but it kind of it exists outside of like the MCU and all that, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. it needs. It, this is how new IPs get formed, and this is how like you get new interesting rides. I feel in the park that you know, not like taking an already blockbuster idea and be like, "Hey, we got your ride now," but like you know, kind of building on something like Figment, right? So yeah, that's what I would like to see. Whatever whatever ride it turned into. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, just to be clear, I don't think they should take Figment out, right? Like, I think Figment is an important part of, of, of Epcot, right? Like, I, I think he needs to have his own ride, but, you know, obviously it's, 
one of the worst rides that Disney has as far as like, you know, first of all, it's never busy, right? Like there's there's always that joke. If like Figment has longer than a 15 minute wait, you know, it's a busy day at Epcot, right? Like, cause it's, there's never a long line there, which you don't think you, you feel like Disney would not want to keep it that way forever. Right. (laughs) Like they, they they don't, they, I'm sure they don't love that. Right. And, and I think what we're going to see right now is we have like, the first phases of the Epcot reimagining happening right now. Right. And those are the big projects of redoing that whole front of the park and the, and the middle of the park. Once that stuff is done, I could see them trying to go after finally doing something with wonders of life. You know, they were going to do the play pavilion that seems to be done for, and then, you know, doing something with the imagination pavilion. I, I feel like they have to, at some point, they can't just leave it there forever. Like this 20 years old, you know, 20 plus it's, years old well, now. Yeah, I mean the, the ride's eventually going to hit a point where it's just not going to be in operation anymore. So Yeah, yeah, and I mean I I hope it's never like a case where they just like shut it down and just leave it there, right? Like my hope would be that they redo this ride with new technology, you know, with all the all the new stuff they can do. Um, you know, cuz they're using 90s technology basically in this ride where you know, we there's been a lot of advances made. There's a lot of cool stuff they can do. So, yeah, I I mean I don't know, man. I, I just hope that they, they do something with it. Cause like I said, I love Figment. Figment's one of my favorite characters. Um, I still have my Figment Funko pop sitting on, on my, uh, on my desk as I talk to you guys. So, um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's hope that they do something with this. But if you haven't like looked at the history of this and you don't know the old version of it, there are videos out there of it, um, you know, with the dream finder in it and, um, and that kind of thing. So, <laughs> Also, make sure you look at the in between version too, because uh, yeah, in you will appreciate you current, will appreciate the current iteration. More. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It the the in between one is weird. Like it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I, I I watched it. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's really interesting too because you know this original ride was actually did have some unique things to it. Like it had a. Uh, it was a you know an omni mover, but it had like a turntable in the in the beginning of it that like turned you in a circle around around a, a scene, and so like basically there was like a giant turntable, uh, and like basically it, you know one of the articles I'm reading is saying that you know they'd never seen a ride mechanism like this uh, b- before or since, but you know they took all that out, so it, that's it not was there anymore. <laughs> it was a combination of an omni mover and carousel of progress. Kind of, yeah. What I understand, yeah. Yeah, which kind of. I also, you know, saying you've never seen one like it since, there's probably a reason for that. Well, yeah, you're probably <laughs> right about that. But I, I just, I that was the article that I was reading that said it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. But yeah, no, listen, I, I again, I, I think, um, you know, I, I think I think they need to do something with Figment. And uh, I would, I, I'm hoping in the next year or two, maybe that they announce something for that pavilion um and then you know of course this pavilion's also one of my favorite pavilions visually right like i t- have talked mm-hmm. about this before uh the jumping fountains are one of my favorite things at epcot uh and, and those are right there in the, the pavilion uh just the look of them and then also the dvc lounge i mean can't discount it for that i mean the the, the discount the dvc lounge uh gives you like one of the coolest views i think in epcot too so i i, I just the whole when I think of Epcot, I always imagine those those glass pyramids. You know, it's it's just a very iconic piece of the the building itself is a very iconic piece of Epcot. I feel like that that's one thing to be careful of. You know, 
it, it, here's where the monkey's paw wish comes in for uh, for Figment is, you know, oh, yeah. you wish for them to update the ride, but they may go, OK, well, no more lounge. Don't say that. Right. Don't don't put that on well, the universe, Trevor. <laughs> I, I have to say it because if, if I, you know, you know, you know, it's a possibility, you know, that they could look at it and go, well, we can't reimagine the ride in its current space. We need, you know, we need to redo this building or we need the second floor, which um, I didn't realize this. Apparently, there's more to the second floor than just where the lounge is there because it used to be where um, ImageWorks was. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they may decide that they need that space back, which means, you know, hopefully that, you know, from a DVC lounge standpoint, they find somewhere else to put the lounge. Yeah. You know, we don't just lose it all together, but there is a danger there that Disney could turn around and say, yeah, we, you know, we just we can't do this right now. And we just don't have a lounge in Epcot anymore. Yeah. By the way, okay, we should move on to other things. But yeah, I, I as I was researching this, I, I learned something new that I never learned before. And I was talking to you uh, about this earlier, Trevor, um, about how the Land Pavilion was originally supposed to be sponsored by a logging company, <laughs> and it yeah. was supposed to be about habitat, sustainability, and ecosystems. But here's the interesting thing to me. So the headlining attraction would have been a suspended dark ride aboard hot air balloons with guests uh, whisked through the seasons following a drop of water from the highest mountain peaks to the forest and the wetlands below with the guests able to walk through the actual living greenhouse ecosystems. The reason why I'm saying this is because they're this whole Moana journey of water thing. They're revitalizing the original idea for the land pavilion and just putting oh, yeah. Moana with it they're doing a ride about the water cycle and the, that was an original planned or an experience land pavilion yeah. and they're putting it right in front of the lamp. I just love that. I just, I don't know. I read that and I was like, Oh, this is very cool that they're kind of revived an old idea that didn't happen of doing a, a something about the water cycle and they're putting it right in front of the land. And you know, it's just, it's kind of great. <laughs> the, yeah. I guess, I guess that's something to keep in mind. You know, just cause an idea isn't there right now doesn't mean that it's dead. Well, they always say good ideas never die. I'd imagine. Yeah, that's 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 a, a thing. Yeah. Although, and and we said this before the show too. You you know the the whole premise of the land being sponsored by a logging company. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see why that didn't happen. <laughs> why that didn't pan out? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you know, I just thought it was an interesting piece of Epcot history, and I just I, I love the idea that they're re revitalizing, like they're bringing this idea back, and and are really going to do it. And by the way, if you haven't seen what the original Land Pavilion was supposed to look like when it was the logging company, like go Google that because the concept art is pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, anyway, let's go to the next All right, let's, thing here. Let, rumors. Let's talk about this rumor because th this is I a, got two rumors. This is a I got weird one. Okay, yeah. well let's let's start with the first one, which is um, uh, it says rock and roller actor claims attraction will now feature music of Queen rather than Aerosmith. I, have we seen him actually say this? I can't he imagine. He said it on a so, podcast. He said it on a podcast. He, yeah, that, that's and, what it and says. You've in heard the, in what the it said? Here. Like you've listened to the podcast? Well, here's the here's the thing. Like, why would he doesn't even have any lines in the ride? Like, why would he even know what they're doing? <laughs> like. I don't it's, know. And he's also dude, a comedian. I, it's Maybe not going to be joking. a queen ride. I, I, I yeah. listen, if it is like, uh, that's fine. I'll come back and say I was wrong. And I'm a queen fan, a kind of magic. One of my favorite. Well, it is my favorite queen album. I think it's got that cartoony vibe. I love it. It's just not happening. If you're going to redo this IP, you are going to make it relevant to people that yeah. now. 
Yep. You're going to make it a Taylor Swift IP. You're going to make it um, a Drake IP. You're going to make it something like that. You're not going to make it Queen. And I like Queen. And Highlander is a top movie. This (laughs) soundtrack is one of the top soundtracks from a movie. It's not going to happen that way. But, okay. Uh, So let me... Let me counter that by saying, I, I know you're saying Taylor Swift or Drake or whatever, but that does not appeal to a larger audience where Queen is a little bit more timeless at this point. Yeah, I, I don't think so, man. Like, what that, what does that I mean, lar- larger audience start at age-wise? I, I mean, you're, you're talking from, you know, like my parents all the way down to my kid who my kid knows who Queen is and my parents know who Queen is. My parents don't know who Drake is. I mean, that's yeah, a fair point. In, in the U.S., it's it's not that way. Like, so well, you're, you're going just... to take that cut off somewhere around 45, maybe. I, I still just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. Queen is 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 great. Listen, great band, but it doesn't appeal to what the the here and now is. You, you, they're not making new music. It's not. They're not ever going to like. It's just not the thing. Well, Aerosmith wasn't like, but they were in when they were hot. That's the whole yeah. point. Right, they were in when they were hot and big. Now, twenty yeah. years later, yeah, okay, but you're taking a group that was hot years ago, and and no kid is going to be like, "Yo, let's go ride the Queen ride." <laughs> there, I, there's still, I mean, I would like it, and, and listen, I'm not <laughs> arguing because I don't like it because I would like Queen. I like Queen, and I like you know. Again, if you gave me music from Queen, I'm good with that, but. I don't see it, man. It would be a bad business move. I feel like "Don't Stop Me Now" is a perfect ride for like a, a song for a roller coaster, <laughs> like that. Think about think about that song. It goes so nicely. But, but I, I don't even know that yeah. song off the top of my head. I had to think about it for a you second. Think about it, yeah. But, but I mean, but you, it's fair. But, you know it when you hear it, though. Yeah, I know. I know it after I thought about it. But we're not appealing to those people if we're we're Disney. See, like what what ten year old wants to hear Queen? I no, I I don't disagree. I I. Mm-hmm. I in my mind, if they're going to redo this thing, it's not going to be music oriented anymore, right? Like we we talked about this. Many you can times. make it music oriented, but I just there's yeah, I just don't see it as somebody like Queen. I see it as some. Well, first of all, it would it would make even more sense if it's somebody that they're more in line with in terms of the business. That's true. Yeah. Why would you not go after somebody that's part of your business already to begin with? Well, it it should also be noted that that they're they have to license Aerosmith's stuff, right? Like, and, yes. and uh, from what I saw, I think Universal it's Universal Music Group is actually has it, and it was up for. There was a lot of rumors that this was going to change because the contract apparently was up for mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was expiring this year, right? Yeah. So. That was part of where this started. Now, we don't know, though, too, by the way. So this was from Ken Marino, who is really funny. And he's a comedian, right? Like, and does he does a lot of great, you know, stuff. Um, and he, uh, you know, he said it on a podcast, right? But, like, who knows? Maybe he just read it somewhere on the internet. Like, we don't we don't know if he has actual inside information on this, right? Like, he didn't why say... Would like, he? Yeah, why, he would did, why would he? Why would he? If he That's did and he said it, yeah. it would have already been... The podcast wouldn't been released. Trust me. When Disney... They listen to everything that's disney they do they would have already taken it down man yeah i just don't see it as a smart business move and again queen fan let me make sure that i'm there with everybody right i'm a queen fan i just don't see it as a smart business move i would see more of what tom's saying is that you just take the ride 
and retheme it to some other Marvel thing that they could use, right? That just seems what they do anyway, right? I've so, said many times I think they should do a Monsters, Inc. door coaster. That's what well, I, that I would know. be yeah. very good as well. But they do have the new series, right? So that would kind of vibe in. I just, you know, is there going to be something new with Moana? Right. Forget about the, the, the ride, right? Is there going to be a new Moana series, a movie, something, right? It seems like Disney likes to make sure their IPs are all in, you know, why would I not want a hot IP? Yeah. But, you know, th- that's what I wonder. Me, like I said, I, Tom, I think, you know, if they redo it, maybe they don't do music. That's fine too. If they do do music, I feel like it's going to be somebody that's got a huge catalog that they're in better, you know, business sense with and that appeals to a larger audience than Queen. You know, I I, I get what you're saying and I don't necessarily disagree with you. I do think Queen would be cool, right? I think Queen would be cool too. But to your point, fan. Yeah. For fan. Yeah. No, I do think Queen would be cool. I just think if they're, I mean, let's be honest, you know, Hollywood Studios at this point is about, it's about movies, right? It's it's not about music, right? So it's weird to me that this this ride is even there, right? Like it doesn't necessarily not that there's much of a theme left at Hollywood Studios, right? It's very amorphous. Like Let's just go out and say that there's no theme left anywhere at any of the well, parks, sure. excluding Animal Kingdom. But yeah, yeah. even that has Avatar, so yeah. you'll get me going on that anyway. Yeah, okay, no, sure. that's, that's, no, you're you're right, you're right. So I mean, but it's just, it is just if it feels like the the odd man out, right? Because it's not about a movie, it's not about any of those franchises. I do think something interesting, and this is really crazy speculation. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there, right? So Disney uh has to make a decision this year about what they're gonna do with Hulu, right? So I don't know if you guys read about this or not, but there so and, and I Trevor, I know you don't even have Hulu up in Canada, but it's so, all rolled into Disney Plus. Yeah. So <laughs> essentially it was originally thought that Disney so this year they have to decide if they're gonna buy out the rest of of Comcast's stake in mm-hmm. Hulu. They have to do that this year. What I read recently is that Disney's thinking about not buying the stake out and, in fact, selling the rest of Hulu back to Comcast. There was some speculation within that that Disney would, within that same transaction, maybe trade some IP stuff around. Hmm. Which would be really interesting, right? Like, Because can you imagine if Disney was like, okay, we'll sell you all of Hulu, but you need to give us Marvel back. We need to take Marvel back. As part of this, like, I mean, I, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but like, I could see it. Wouldn't shock me. I mean, I think they want the rights back, the theme park rights back. I mean, I think they'd love to put Marvel stuff in the in Disney World more than they have now. I mean, you know, a lot more obviously because they can really only do Guardians. So, um, I don't know. I just want to throw that out there because there, I was reading some interesting things about this about this Hulu transaction. So. It also doesn't make sense that they have Hulu. Like, why do they even have Hulu? Like, just do what you do in Canada and put all the stuff that you have on Hulu onto Disney Plus. Like, just do that. It's <laughs> it's probably because for it's because we never had Hulu in the first place. There's nothing yeah. to grandfather in for people that have Hulu. Yeah, and I, I think that's the bigger issue is that they don't want to. Or there's people that were paying for Hulu that. And I and I know it's a minority at this point because most people have more than one service. But that, that when they say, "Oh, you know, now it's part of Disney Plus," you get a bunch of backlash from people going, "Well, you know, my contract says this," or you know, it, it just it causes a lot of static that I'm sure Disney doesn't want to deal with at the moment. So it's easier for them just keep both of the platforms running. Yeah. Right. So 
It seems like it would save them a lot of money to combine them, though. You know, because oh yeah, the, just the, the overhead of operating two different services. You know, it, it's far more convenient. I'll admit because we just have at this point we just have Netflix and Disney Plus, and you know we can find everything we want on on those platforms. So yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I'm not saying any of that's going to happen. This, I have no information on this other than I've, I've read some interesting things about Disney wanting to maybe, you know, get out of Hulu. And, and, you know, if they do that, they're going to be selling it to Comcast. And, and so, and I think Comcast is interested. So I don't know, man. Maybe there's some other things that could come along with that. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a, a crazy thing. So there was something specific they mentioned and I, I can't find it now, but, um, yeah, but there was something specific that they mentioned trading in there. They, I, I've not seen anywhere mentioned getting the Marvel theme park rights back. I'm just saying I could see it happening or them trying to do it at least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to tell, you know, what will happen in the future. But, uh, you know, speaking of future world. Oh, look at you. Let's you uh, <laughs> let's talk about the next rumor. Uh, Put the rumors early, by the way, just so I make yeah. sure that Damon could talk about these rumors. So, <laughs> yeah, and, and I think this one's more interesting for for all of us. Is um, there is a permit that uh, Disney may be moving forward with the new Epcot hotel, which we've talked about previously. It's been a couple but, of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, definitely, yeah. it's definitely been a while. But uh, let, let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this real estate agent uh, that tracks permits. Um, he first talked about this in 2017 uh, about a rumored hotel to be built somewhere near the Epcot entrance. There were a bunch more permits that were were filed, um, and then he shared a report back in 2021 that uh, that again uh, about this. And then in a new in a recent TikTok video, the same guy uh, is stated that Disney has actually awarded a construction company the rights to build the hotel. So like, which feels like a step, like it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is, this is great. This is, you're talking about what sort of hotel that I would want. I mean, gosh, think about it. I'm not even a drinker, but I can only imagine that for the drinkers, this is even better, right? Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, oh, I, yeah. For like food and wine. Oh my God. Who That's what I'm saying. I just want to get out, walk there, not have to get on a bus, not have to do anything and be in the park. Like I'm good. Like that is perfect. Even closer than having to walk through the world showcase and go all the way down the boardwalk and you know, yeah. Yeah. Like this is a, this is a win. Like this would make me buy more points and, and they would be, um, I don't know how many I'd, I'd want to buy, but like, assuming gosh. that this is going to be DVC, right? We don't know that they're yeah. just saying hotel. They have not said if it's DVC or not, but you but can imagine DVC? a world where we might be half and half. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If it's not DVC, like I'm way less enthused because I am not paying the money it's going to cost to stay there. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, because it's so, going to be more expensive to be right in Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would consider mm-hmm. points. I think I, I would go, I'd get 50 luggage points, right? Like I'd get the luggage and everything. Because <laughs> I feel like for me, points. 50 <laughs> points would be perfect. And I would just spend two days there, you know, gorging at the festival and, and be good and then split stay somewhere else. Yeah. It it really is if you are somebody that wants to like you know to really enjoy food and wine uh, to its fullest. Uh, there's no better option than being able to walk back to a hotel um, that's close by for sure. And, if that's and, something you want to do, I mean, you know, it's up to you. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, it's it's just further like you know, just like like we've been talking about, you know, having 
having these places connected so conveniently, yeah. it, it's just, uh, it's just one of the, or it's just, you know, that next level of, you know, like you said, Hey, you know, I could, I could plan a split stay. Like, you know, you can already do that at like Riviera or, or boardwalk or whatever, but, you know, imagine if like you planned your trip around, you know, you start off staying at a magic kingdom resort and then you split stay to like Epcot and then to Hollywood studios, like, like, you know, having these resorts so close to the actual parks, like you, you don't, you don't realize how valuable that is until you've, you know, walked 10 kilometers in a park and being able to just, you know, walk around a corner, go into your hotel and go back upstairs. Like, like that again, sorry, I've done that. I've, I've lived that. And, uh, when, when you can be like, oh, I forgot my jacket and you literally just walk back upstairs to your room, grab your jacket and you're right back into the park. Um, that would be amazing. Like, you know, having something that close to Epcot would just be, be awesome. And then the other thing too, is with, you know, you know, you know, we've been talking about how they've been re redoing, um, you know, this first phase of, of, you know, the Epcot neighborhoods and all that, um, the food and wine booths are all supposed to be getting centralized or, or like they're supposed to be making a, an area where instead of having them spread out around world showcase, it's all supposed to be in just one area. Right. Well, I, I think so, they, there was talk about that originally. Now they're just, they're just building that stage, right? They're building that I, stage area, but I, I think they're going to probably put some booths over there too. Yeah, I think there's I, yeah, still, I, the, I, the booths will be around the, the showcase. I think so. Oh, okay. I, I thought the intent was they were going to collapse a lot of that in. So, so I guess, yeah, maybe not all of it, but still, you know, imagine though, it's like, you, you know, like what Damon was saying that, you know, you come down from your room, you walk in, you know, you hit up, you know, whatever you want to do there. And then you just, you, you know, like I, I could see, you know, spending, you know, a couple of days doing that and then you're good and then you can go somewhere else. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, You know, I, yeah, I, I think, the plan was originally to to put like a whole festival center where they had like a bunch of like events and stuff that were happening there. But then the new plans were that they're just doing like the event stage and they're going to have like events there. And I think that the booths are still going to be spread out. But the the interesting thing here is, and, and I'm just looking at a map, right? Because mm-hmm. thinking thinking to myself, okay, is this a monorail resort, right? Like, are are, are we going to have the mm-hmm. first you know non Magic Kingdom monorail resort now too? Right, because based on where they're putting it, they're talking about between the the seas and uh, the land pavilion. And if you look at the map, that backstage area, not all that far from the monorail station. Depending on how big the resort is, you could probably make a connection to the monorail station really easily. Yeah, Even if you I don't, feel... though, it's walkable, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel they wouldn't like they they wouldn't build or they wouldn't redo the monorail station for no. Epcot. But yeah, I feel like exactly what you're saying. They would have. There'd probably be a bridge or, you know, you know, you know, some sort of walkway access. Yeah. Yeah. You could just, you know, walk right up to, to the monorail platform. Yeah. I just, I just love the idea of a monorail, an Epcot monorail resort, right? Like, like that's, that sounds awesome. I I also do question though. Like I think to myself, like, okay, well, what are they going to theme this as? Like what, what's going to, what fits into that area? Future world. I mean, is if it's not future world anymore, um, what let's see it's uh world celebration world discovery world nature so technically i think that area is world nature yeah yeah but they can still call it future world hotel i mean they could <laughs> no you're not wrong yeah. like they could do like a throwback like yeah 
I guess the question is, what do you want to see out of a design? Like, what's the theme of this hotel? Like, what do they theme it to? Like, old Epcot? Like, no, actually, I I think they theme it to current Epcot. I think I think it becomes an extension of, you know, what Epcot is supposed to be, which is you know a prototype community of tomorrow, you know, future world, effectively. I, I think it's you know, I I imagine it as, um. Kind of like what the contemporary was when it first opened. Okay. Which, so, because the contemporary was, you know, it was a very impressive, like, new hotel, right? Like, it it seemed very futuristic back in the 70s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know I know we look at it now and kind of go, you know, all right. Um, but I, I feel like it would be something like that. Like, you know, they, it would, they would be using it as a place to showcase like, Hey, here, here's a, you know, you know, here's the future of hotel stays. Like, like, you know, you know, kind of bringing that conceptual of, of, um, you know, world of tomorrow, which is Epcot. But the tricky part is, is, you know, they, they don't want to get gimmicky with it. Like, I don't think it would be like, like so much of a gimmick thing, whereas it would just be like a very modern, very, um, yeah, you know, modern upscale hotel. Like, I I can't see them doing anything overly themed with it because Epcot is not yeah. overly themed. It's 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 meant to just present like like you know futuristic. I don't know if I'm describing that well enough. No, no, I no, you are. I, I'm just yeah. I'm thinking to myself, okay, like knowing that Disney never throws away a good idea, right? So mm-hmm. that's 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 like literally a tenet of Imagineering. I'm just looking back at the original plans for Epcot, right? And in the center of the original plans for Epcot are this are this big is this big tower. And I don't know if it was, I I don't remember, and I, I'd have to look further to see if that was supposed to be like a, an office building or a hotel or something like that. But you know, I guess at the time it looked pretty futuristic. I probably not so much now, but I would assume it would be some sort of futuristic looking tower, right? Hmm. Because it's got to it's got to blend in with whatever you know the aesthetic of Epcot, and it's which gotta, is a lot of the the pavilion. Like, yeah, if you look at the pavilions, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, look at the look at the pavilions. Look at the Imagination Pavilion. Look at at living with the land, right? Yeah. Or you know the land, and um, you know though yeah, those pavilions are you know very very geometric shapes like clean clean looking buildings yeah. right like the, the even though they were made a long time ago they still they still have a very um futuristic aesthetic to them mm-hmm. right yeah so i i feel you're right it would be an extension of that but it, the the problem is is that you know having a tower like like yeah i i know what you're talking about because you know they have the model of of the the epcot city like when you're on the the people mover right yeah yeah um, that's what i'm that, talking that's about that's what you yeah, that yeah that's what you yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, that so so yeah. Think of that. You know, it was like it was like um it was a it was like a spoken hub type system, yeah. right? Where you know the, you had the 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 tower in the middle, and then all like the communities out to the side. Um, Epcot's not structured like that right now, though. So I think it would look weird if it was like you had this big tower, yeah. Yeah. but and, and also I I feel whatever they do, they got to be careful not to overshadow um, Spaceship Earth. As well, well, that's the thing Earth. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that because good. 
Yeah, because because that's like the that's the centerpiece of Epcot at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, and like that's that's a tough thing too, right? Like it can't be. You would almost think maybe they don't do a tower, right? They do something that's maybe like two or three floors, and they spread it out, you know? Because there, there's yeah. a fair amount of room. Like just looking at the at the map here, there's a good amount of room behind the seas and and the land, right? Like, I mean, before you get to parking lot, there's there's a it's a pretty big space. So, I mean, they could build a pretty nice size hotel that only has, you know, two floors, three floors, whatever. Um, There's also, too, we should mention, like, what if they did some of the ideas from Westcott, the the long lost Westcott? Okay. (laughs) All right. Which was (laughs) which was originally, you know, supposed to be West Coast Epcot. Um, And that was I want to say wasn't that tony baxter i think that designed that one too oh gosh i don't remember i should know this but um but yeah like you know westcott had some interesting ideas for hotels too although theirs were more themed around uh staying at hotels that were within the world showcase right so like there was supposed to be like you could stay at different hotels that were themed to the pavilion that you were in Right. right. Like that was that the idea behind that. So, I mean, I guess that doesn't really work because this is going to be like right in the front of the park. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this. If this if this actually turns out to be true, uh, I don't know if it really will. I mean, I, it seems like a, a, a pretty good step in the right direction. The fact that they've selected a construction company, which is the construction company they use for like everything anyway. But um. Yeah, man, I don't know. It'll I, to your point. I I don't know how they make sure that it doesn't overshadow Spaceship Earth, right? You can't have it overshadow Spaceship Earth. I'm, yeah, I mean, I mean, the thinking is like you already have you, you have Guardians on the other side, which you know they they painted in such a way that it's they're trying to hide it. But then, yeah, if you think about it, if they did another equally as big building on the other side, you would kind of have like these two bookends with spaceship earth in the middle but then the problem with the hotel is that if you're selling a hotel it has to have windows and views right and you know i know that you know you know some people would love you know having a view over spaceship earth like like looking down towards any of the pavilions on that side yeah um you know that that whole area would be fantastic but then what about the other side like you you'll have a whole bunch of You'd have a large building with a bunch of it looking at the parking lot to Epcot, mm, which sure. wouldn't be great. So then, yeah, that you know that further leads to you know yeah you know th- there would still be that like I, I I don't think you could ever get away from that, but I feel like they would have you know that whole area they would have to build there'd have to be a courtyard or there'd have to be something on the backside that is appealing because then otherwise again you're just you're just looking out towards um, the road otherwise right like like if you build this big building what you know unless you're paying for the theme park view you're looking at you know you know the road you know people going back and forth from epcot or towards magic kingdom or you're looking at the parking lot yeah right like it's (laughs) so yeah whatever they do with this um you know hopefully it doesn't turn into it i i like your idea of you know keeping it lower and spreading it out a little bit more but I feel they're also going to look at is, you know, they want to try and get as many rooms in there as possible, which may mean you still end up with a, a larger building that, you know, you know, hopefully it doesn't totally kill the sight line of, you know, coming up to Epcot. 
right? So yeah, I mean, but you know, even if you think about it too, right? So it's like it's off to the side. It's almost like the you know the show building for Guardians is massive, right? <laughs> like where you see yeah. it coming in, and it, I mean, it's I think it's taller than Spaceship Earth, is it not? I, I believe it is. It is. Yeah. So, and I don't feel like that building necessarily takes away with it. it. It takes away from Spaceship Earth. And looking at where they would put this building, I think it's far enough away from Spaceship Earth that you could put something there where it's not really going to take away from it, you know? But all I'm imagining to myself, Trevor, is watching the uh, the lights on Spaceship Earth, like, from my room. <laughs> yeah. I just, I would do that for an hour, <laughs> at least, you know, hours. I would just sit there and watch that. So, I mean, listen, I expect whatever this is going to be, there's going to be like, a, I, I, I expect it to look, you know, futuristic and something like that. But uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm just imagining like, y- you know, the lights at, yeah. at night and, and you know, you, you have that initial like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then when, you, when you're trying to go sleep. to sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and you just got the lights going off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, there's that. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fair it's a fair criticism. You just, you know, you just got to draw the curtains. That's all. You know, you, you just gotta I'm sure curtains. they shut them off when the park closes. <laughs> yeah. They don't leave this on all night. Yeah, I would. I would hope so. But they probably stay on till pretty late. I oh, probably. Think. Yeah. I mean, actually, it's funny because like um, the lights at Magic Kingdom, um, like I've seen them after the park closes and, you know, the the castle's still lit up. Like yeah. They, yeah. They, like it's I lit mean, up for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's not. So I guess it's different than, you know, the, the spaceship Earth lights are one thing versus just like ambient lighting for the park. Yeah. Right? yeah that's true. So that's true. Yeah. Um. So we should probably get moving on to other things here because yeah, we, yeah, we got a couple more and topics we're here. Getting, we're getting yeah. late in time here. So yeah. um really quickly, uh I just I just wanted to put the topiaries in here for the Flower and Garden Festival because mm-hmm. I think these Encanto topiaries look amazing. Um oh yeah. I really amazing. Like some of the best they've done, honestly. They look fantastic. And I mean also, Encanto lends itself to that a little bit too, just because of you know the one daughter has the the flowering thing, so like <laughs> has her powers, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like that's cool, but like the way they did the one kid uh, looks really cool. I mean, and you know they all look really good. I I'm always I never cease to be amazed at the topiaries that they come up with. I, it just is incredible to me. I don't know how it's done, and it. I mean, although there's a video here that kind of shows you the behind the scenes, but. Um, you know, just awesome. And, and, and the merchandise too, sorry, go ahead. It's a lot of planning, right? Like yeah, that, so, that's the thing I don't think people realize about topiaries is it's not like you just like, everyone thinks like the, the cartoony, like, you know, oh, you, you know, there's a bush and you just, you know, take a chainsaw to it yeah. and, <laughs> and suddenly you've got a topiary. No, these are very like, like it's a lot of planning to, to build these. So. Yeah. They, and uh, you know, this article, they say it takes about a year to, uh, their artists do sketches, then Imagineers do 3d models, and then they have welders mold frames. And then the horticulture specialists choose the plants and plant them. So like it's just for these topiaries that are up for a few months, the amount of people involved in them is, is kind of incredible. So, and then of course, flower and garden, very heavily featuring, um, featuring the uh the the orange bird mm-hmm. uh so you know very very heavily featured in the there's some really cool stuff uh i i have to say i'm not a huge orange bird fan but i know a lot of people are um but it's you know 
it's a it's kind of like a 70s kind of style collection which is cool yeah i'm i'm actually surprised by the uh they also showed off the uh snow white stuff as well which um yeah. that kind of surprised me that like like the the purse and the ears is the the pictures i'm looking at here yeah um that like i i know my wife would go for these oh which, for sure, yeah. um yeah you know it's it, like i i I didn't realize how much like like Snow White's been a hallmark for a long time, but there's really not a lot of merchandise for her, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's kind of cool that they're they're going different directions with it, and then yeah, it's it the <laughs> the Crocs as well. Um, no socks featured in the picture, unfortunately. Well, yeah. Sorry, Jeremy. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy's um, gonna buy those Crocs. So. Yeah, um, yeah, and and they've got you know Orange Bird, Figment, and Snow White on which. You didn't. You wouldn't think that combination works, but it kind of does. Kind of does. Like, yeah. Kind of yeah. works. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to food really quick because I we I want to roll through this. Right. We're like really. We've oh boy. Gone, gone really oh no. Late. There's there's four lists. I know. Oh, no. Well, so Typhoon Lagoon re- reopening March nineteenth. I think that's all we need to say about that. So get your swimming on, people. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so and then uh, so really quickly here uh, we've got Disney eats uh, California Adventure food and wine. All right. California Adventure. There's some good looking stuff in here, man. I, I feel like I could talk about this. I almost want to like save this stuff for next week because I could talk about the food that's on here for like a while. <laughs> um, why don't we just go with? Is there any? Okay, because we got four lists here, and we we're do. really late in this. So a lot. I, there's a lot of food, man. That they just they put out there. Uh, oh my goodness, this list is really long. I know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we need to save it for next week. Like, well, maybe, maybe just wrap up and we'll talk about food next week. Yeah, maybe that's a better idea because, uh, yeah, that's what do we got here? There's literally four okay, food let, guides that they came out with recently. Let, well, I'm okay. I'm I'm gonna be wrong with this, but I feel like we let's we could talk about the Toontown treats at Disneyland because there can't there can't be that many, can there? Oh no, there's not. It's there's not. It's probably just a couple. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's let's go through that one and then we can save the rest of them for next right. week. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what this hot dog is, but it looks delicious. Um, let's see. The, the Daisy's Dressed Up Dog features all beef long hot dog, uh, foot long hot dog, chili cheese sauce, mac and cheese, Parmesan potato crispies with house made chips. So, so before we get too far into that, can we can we talk about? So, there's two locations opening up in Toontown, which yeah. I didn't realize that they were doing this, but there. So, there's Cafe Daisy. I actually thought it was Cafe Disney at first, but it's. <laughs> It's Cafe Daisy yeah. and Good Boy Grocers, which I like. Like that's Pluto getting his own. Yeah, you gotta love place, that. which I, I think is awesome. Good for Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so Daisy's got uh yeah Daisy sells hot dogs apparently at yeah. a cafe. Yeah. Um, that dog sounds good. I don't like chili yeah. chili, but like the rest of that, I mean the mac and cheese. I, I like mac and cheese on a hot dog and potato parmesan mm-hmm. potato crispy sounds kind of good. Let's uh let's talk about this uh these cheesy pizza flopovers that which also it, looks it, delicious though. <laughs> it, it, it it's almost like a calzone, but right? not closed like, off. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically and, and they they it, took a pizza and they folded it in half. That, that's what which, it is. Yeah. <laughs> which honestly is is a really smart idea if you think about it at the end of the day. I never really thought about it cuz you you could you couldn't hold it like a taco, right? Yeah. Instead of, you know, you know usually like pizza you're kind of um, you know, well, if you don't know how to hold a pizza right, you know, it's always a mess. And yeah. um, 
Yeah, th- this is this is actually a very smart idea. And, you know, that the, the fact that they're giving something, um, you know, it's, it's very specific to this location. Like, And, you know, I, I have to wonder if they'll start doing this other places. But yeah, I like the idea of, you know, you know, especially in a theme park, you know, you buy something like this and you can eat it reasonably without making a huge mess. I agree with you because there's. I mean, I, I almost said it's like a handheld version of a pizza. I mean, a pizza is handheld, right? But this is like, yeah, it, it's it's easier to, I feel like, to eat, you know, because it's like, it, yeah, it looks really good. I mean, the pictures make it look amazing because it looks oh, like yeah. they they have a pepperoni version and a cheese version. And they, you know, like this, like we said, it looks like they just flipped it over. But then on the outside of it, it looks like there's like some sort of crispy cheese situation yeah, like, going on. Like a Parmesan crust. Of yeah. 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 It looks good, man. I, I would, I would totally eat this. <laughs> this looks bad. Just, just get a frozen pizza and, you know, flip it over yeah. in, the, in the oven. I'm sure it'll work out exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, oh, you could put a pizza in a sandwich press. That's uh, oh, I've never tried that before. That's dangerous. Yeah, there's a plant based <laughs> offering here too called the Spring Garden Wrap, which is uh, romaine, yep. uh, quinoa, and creamy lemon dressing and toasted pumpkin seeds. Not something I would necessarily get, but it looks good. See, I I would try that. I'm not like I I like uh, you, you know, plant based is great and all. I like I, I like that they offer that stuff. I don't really care so much that it's plant based. It's just it sounds interesting to me. And yeah. I would give it a go. Yeah. And I mean, the other options here for kids are the standard pizza, Disney pizza fair, right? Like these little personal yep. pizzas that are not always the greatest. Um, they do have the mini corn dogs, which listen, if I ever stop at Casey's, I get mini corn dogs and mm-hmm. dip them in the, in the, the nasty nacho cheese. Uh, there's nothing better than, than that right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't care if anybody criticizes me for that. I, I really don't care. They're delicious. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, but I, yeah, corn dogs are corn dogs too. Like, yeah. you know, you never pass up a, a good corn dog. I, I do like the fact that, you know, on one of these mini pizzas, the, the pepperoni one, they, they did a larger piece of pepperoni, two small ones to do the Mickey, Mickey ears, yeah. Mickey ears, which again, very simple, but it's like, why are you not doing that? like everywhere right like (laughs) Like they do in the asian parks yeah yeah like everything in 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 shanghai or hong kong or tokyo everything is mickey shaped everything Mm -hmm. yeah like like yeah go for it guys come on you you can buy some large pepperoni and (laughs) just slice it up right (laughs) and then they also have some uh what they're calling toontown tater chips with which are house-made chips with a chili cheese sauce that you can add to your meal okay Sure. And the uh, the Daisy's Goody Goody Donuts, which these, these just look like mini donuts yeah. uh, with cinnamon sugar, which th- this is very um, to me, it's very. Um, uh, or, or, so I've talked about before, you know, we have the Calgary Stampede, which is like a like a fair or it's not fair. It's it's a big event that they do up here. But one of the one of the, the mainstays of of it is mini donuts, which. Okay. Um, you, you can smell them from a mile away and they're delicious. They're, you know, they're just, you know, deep fried donuts with cinnamon and sugar on them. Um, but is there I, a better combination on the planet than cinnamon and sugar, right? Like, I right. Mean, right? I, I, like, 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 this is a, like you, you will smell this like guaranteed you'll be walking by in Toontown and you'll smell this and you'll see people walking with just a bag of donuts. I, I can guarantee in the first week when these places open up. It, you'll just see people walking around with donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's totally true. 
Yeah. Uh, donuts people. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then the last two things are just a, there's a watermelon lemonade and which is nothing special and, and then a cold brew. Uh, so if you need to get your coffee and there's some coffee there too. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. And this, so what, what is this other, are they, it's just a bunch of so, uh, snack size stuff too. So. Yeah. The, the last thing they talked about was um, so, so this was all stuff offered at, at uh, um, cafe Daisy and then um, they're saying, you know, you can go buy Good Boy Grocers, which is, um, you know, it's it's a lot of grab and go stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, the interesting thing is they have um, they have something here called the Perfect Picnic Basket, which, um, hold on, it, so so yeah, you you pick yeah. up this basket, you you pick three different items to put in it. And it, and it's a to go thing, but the way that they're selling or the, the the thing that's striking me from this is they're showing this picture and they're you know there's a picnic blanket with this um, and, and guaranteed you'll see you know people doing um, this yeah people are going to be selling these baskets on eBay oh. I, I don't doubt it yeah um, this area it, it looks like a, a green space area with astroturf kind of similar to um, the hub in Disney World well they they've like, said that they're going to have a lot of green space yeah. in the new Toontown right like that's yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it's, that's the surprising part to me of this is that like, I, I knew that, but I, I guess I always thought of like, I never thought about, you know, where that would be in Toontown, but th- like this space again, picture be, you know, they're, they're good at, you know, making a space look bigger than it is, but it looks like there'll be a fairly large space. You know, you, you can go buy some of the stuff and go sit down in a, in a green space and eat, which is you know something that's sorely missing in Disney uh, like y- you don't realize it until you really think about it that it's like yeah you know they, there's always um you know you can always find tables and stuff like that or you're sitting on a bench you know trying to <laughs> trying to eat your food and you know not have it fall all over you but you know having like a picnic space is a really I I, I hope this becomes a thing right you know that that you know they have more spaces like this in the future yeah, no, this is really a very cool concept. The idea of just like straight up having a picnic at Disney, you know, at, at a Disney park, right? Like it's yeah. literally they're selling all the items for a picnic, they get you, including the including the the blanket, and you can just go and have like a little picnic with your kids. Like that's just a really cool idea. I love it. Yeah. So that's I mean that's all I got for this. And yeah. we can we can save the rest of the food for next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, let, let's sideline the rest cuz we could be here for another hour and we're already <laughs> pushing to. Yeah, we could talk about food for a while. So, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about the rest of the food next week for uh the food and wine at, at, at California. Also, they have a foodie guide specific for Women's History Month, which is kind of fun, and then uh, awesome. a a food guide for Princess Night at Disneyland. So, a lot of Disneyland food, but uh I think the Women's History Month is probably uh, also Disney World. So, and- the Disneyland food is good, and some of you aren't going to want to hear that. And Damon had to leave, so he's not here to refute me on this. <laughs> the Disneyland food is good, and those that those of you that have been and you know, you know what I'm talking about. Are we trying to say the Disney World food is not good? <laughs> I'm not, not I'm not saying that, but I'm saying Dis- Disneyland food has its own That's special awesome. thing to it, and yeah, and if you know, you know. I got it. I got it. All right, let's wrap it up into the red cart, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, All right. Let's, 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 let's wrap it up. We're, all right. We're getting, we're getting punchy. So yeah. Let's say, yeah, we're getting punchy. It's, it's late. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so as usual, if you guys uh, want to reach out to us, you can always email us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We, we love hearing your questions, um, you know, sharing your trip reports, all that kind of stuff. So uh, you keep it coming as usual. 
And if you want to um, check us out on social media platforms, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast and look at uh, look for our group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. Whereas we've talked about pre- uh, earlier in the episode that, um, you know, questions come from there. There's, uh, you know, a lot of other great Disney experts in that group that, uh, you know, make up our communities. So come join us and uh, see what everybody's talking about. If uh, you want to follow us on YouTube, you can find us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast, and you can find us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks, which are great places to follow us whenever we do live shows or go to the parks. You can you can keep uh, keep track of the updates of what we're up to. And if you'd like to help support the show, um, go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out some of our different merchandise: uh, uh, mugs, t-shirts, you know, all all the usual merchandisey kind of stuff. So. Um, yeah, you know, it, and it all goes towards uh, helping us do um, do things like uh, like limited edition T-shirts. Um, uh, we've done giveaways in the past and stuff like that. All of the money from that goes towards just helping build um, this podcast. Because what else are we going to do with that money, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, in a similar vein, if uh, if you uh, prefer Patreon as as a means of supporting platforms on patreon.com slash welcome home pod. You can check out our different uh, levels of support there. They all have exclusive merchandise that you can't get in the store. And uh, uh, anyone who supports us through Patreon also gets access to the discord server, which is yet another place that we love talking with our fans and uh, just, um, you know, having great conversations, Disney or otherwise, because yeah, you know, people, uh, I, I think people just like having a place to sit and chat which is always good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Last but not least, uh, if you guys are listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. It does help more people find the podcast because, you know, we, we want more people to, to hear this stuff. I don't, I guess. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I think we do. I think we do. <laughs> I think we do. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. You know, if, if you know, if you, if you want to share with your friends, give us a five-star and then also um, leave us a review because, uh, um, we, we do like getting reviews from people and, and Tom, I, I understand you've got a couple of new ones this week. Yeah. So I got two five-star reviews here that I want to read. So this one says great Disney podcast this is from D Austin and a whole bunch of numbers, uh, fun and informative podcast that covers Disney. They go over, uh, the news listener questions and occasionally down some entertaining rabbit holes. Occasionally <laughs> I feel like every show <laughs> there's a rabbit hole of some sort. Um, all three have different opinions, which may surprise you when answering list- listener questions. It certainly surprises me. Um, all around solid podcast. Thank you, D. Austin. My favorite one, though, is uh, no offense to you, D. Austin, but uh, family time listening is this one is titled. And this is from mm-hmm. uh, Guinevere. I don't know if that's your actual name, but that's your username. I've recently discovered the show. Welcome. Thanks for, for starting to listen. My young sons and I listen every time we get in the car. My nine year old requests that I put it on catching up on previous episodes and looking forward to upcoming. Well, thanks for for starting Aww. to listen to it. Like you, we were just talking about new people listen to us. Look, look at that. There's more people. So, yeah. it's it, so, it, it makes me happy that our sons are into the show. So, hey, hey to your sons, Guinevere. <laughs> Good. Sorry. Um, I'm actually surprised. I think th- uh, so. I see another one here. I, we're oh. we're obviously not looking at the same we're place not. for what, reviews. Do you uh, want to read one? Sure. Go yeah. Ahead. So 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 um, the, the title is a UPSer fan. Oh, we read that um, one already. Uh, no, we did not. A couple weeks ago. No, I don't remember this. You sure? No, because the last one, the last one we read was um, the the uh, TNDVC fan where they gave you a four 
and you didn't like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure I read this one. But if you want to read it, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, so the um, yeah, it, they just said just discovered the show and been listening to the back catalog. And I can say there's at least one UPS driver who listens to the show at work. Hopefully, there's more than one UPS driver. I would hope that so, would yeah. be that would be cool. I mean, I guess you know, tell tell your friends, <laughs> <laughs> tell your other UPS drivers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you read it. Is that it? Yeah that that was okay. that was the only one I saw. I I, I didn't remember because I yeah I, I swear we read that one, but I I, I didn't remember seeing that one last week. <laughs> well, also don't forget to subscribe to, subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find us. Just a reminder to our listeners: Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So, please consult a uh, Disney cast member, DVC cast member, for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you, as always, to our sponsor of this episode, uh, DVC Rental Store, and of course, World of DVC for their support over the years. Please go and check them out for all of your DVC needs. Uh, Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is not.